Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. If you are new here, I want to welcome you. Maybe it is time that I give you a quick little intro into who I am and what I do. So I am your host, Samantha Gladish, and every week I am bringing you all kinds of info on hormones and health and wellness here on this podcast. And I thank you so much for being here and tuning in each week. And I also run the website, Holistic Wellness. I am based out of Canada, but I do work with clients globally and I'm the hormone fixer upper. So I dive into all things thyroid health and PMS and menopause and PCOS and weight loss with my clients. And when you come on board and work with our team, well, these are all the things that we're going to help you get through. So you can learn more about our coaching programs and our Dutch hormone testing. We do a lot of Dutch hormone testing with our clients over at holisticwellness.ca. And specifically with Dutch hormone testing, you can learn more about that at holisticwellness.ca forward slash Dutch program. And so weight loss and hormones are really my specialty. I've been coaching for 15 years and it's just really amazing to be aside, you know, alongside somebody's journey into their health and their wellness and just creating this incredible transformation for themselves. So if you don't follow me over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie, I recently posted this amazing before and after picture of one of my clients, Corey, who has lost 30 pounds in just over 80 days. And she is, oh, she's just looking amazing. She's feeling amazing. Weight loss was definitely a goal of hers, but she also was dealing with some inflammation and some hormonal imbalances. And she was also dealing with just like this inflammation, almost like arthritis type feelings in um, symptoms in her hands and her wrists and whatnot and um, in her knees and things like that. And so all of those symptoms are gone, which is amazing. And uh, this is what it can look like when you get on a customized program and you do some testing and you really dive in. So outside of all of the coaching that I do, I do run a business mentorship program. I also coach and mentor practitioners and nutritionists and online coaches to grow, build, and scale their online business. I do a lot recipe development and I love cooking. I love baking. It is such a creative outlet for me. And I've got two Bengal cats that are so crazy and our dog Molly. And so I'm a big animal lover, a food lover, and just a lover of all things, women's health hormones, and just here to help support women in achieving a more powerful life. So thanks for being with me today. So before we dive into our episode, I want to share and give a shout out to some of our amazing podcast sponsors. Without them, this podcast wouldn't even be possible. And I'm so grateful to have them on board and to be able to showcase brands that I love and that I use. And I just want to get into your hands because they've made a huge difference in my health and my wellness journey. And so I just want to be able to share them with you guys. And so first up, Lee's Ghee. I've talked about them so many times because I love their products. Um, in fact, if you were watching me over on my Insta stories a couple days ago, 
my fiance and I, we were making some homemade butter chicken and then we made our homemade naan bread, which I'm still perfecting that recipe, but I will definitely get it out to you guys soon. And uh, I love to cook our naan bread and cook our butter chicken in ghee. And so my go-to ghee is Lee's ghee. I use the plain Jane ghee for those specific recipes for my naan bread and my butter chicken. But I also use their brown butter ghee. I use their maple ghee, which is definitely one of my favorites because I love adding it to my coffee, to my elixirs. I bake with it. Uh, same with their brown butter ghee. It's got this sort of like caramelly flavor and it's just so good. So I love to add that to different elixirs and baking as well. So there's definitely some great recipes over on my website at Holistic Wellness. And there's some great recipes that include ghee and just all kinds of deliciousness. If you're looking to eat delicious, gluten-free, grain-free food and not feel restricted and deprived, then I've definitely, I've got you hooked up over there. Um, but for Lee's Ghee and also their tea products, um, Lee's got some amazing teas. Their pink chai is my absolute favorite. And um, their mint chill is really delicious as well. Very refreshing. And her teas are a Tulsi-based tea, which is really great. And Tulsi, if you're unfamiliar with that, is actually holy basil and holy basil is an adaptogenic herb so it's a really great evening tea that i love to enjoy and i love 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 the taste of holy basil i don't know if that's just me but i love the taste of it it kind of has this mild i can't even explain it like i really can't you just got to try it for yourself um, but it's so delicious so head on over to leesprovisions.com and you can check out their ghee products you can check out all of her teas, and you can save 15% off store-wide with the coupon code Healthy Hormones. And they ship to Canada and the US, which is amazing. I also want to give a shout out to Organifi because if you are looking to get your hands on the Organifi Gold Pumpkin Spice, it is only available for a limited time. And it's basically pumpkin month. October is pumpkin month. And so um, it is time to get your hands on this product before it is gone. And it is such a delicious product. So today I'm diving into PCOS and obviously with PCOS, I'm going to talk about food specifically today, but specifically, you know, sugar is a really big part of healing and supporting PCOS and your hormones overall. And so this is why I love the Organifi products because they're super low in sugar, like one gram of sugar, if not less than that. And so if you're looking for a little bit of sweetness and something that is still keto friendly and dairy free and soy free and gluten free and organic, then the Organifi gold products are so good. Their chocolate is amazing and I'm just obsessed with their pumpkin spice right now. So it's a blend of turmeric, ginger, reishi mushroom, lemon balm, turkey tail mushroom, magnesium, black pepper, coconut milk, cinnamon, and nutmeg, clove, and allspice. So tons of antioxidants and tons of immune support in there as well. And it's so delicious and some really great herbs and ingredients for adrenal support. Magnesium is great for sleep and relaxation. So I love to drink it in the evening time with a little bit of coconut milk. Okay, and lastly, I promise this is the last one. I wanna give a big shout out to Natura Market. If you are in Canada and you are looking to get your hands on the biggest selection of health products, naturamarket.ca is the place to go. So I basically order from here probably twice a month, every other week, and they have 
products for keto diet, gluten-free, grain-free, plant-based, Whole30, literally they have everything. So I love ordering, basically there's, I love ordering Siete, their Siete products, which are the grain-free chips, their grain-free taco shells, their um, grain-free tortilla wraps. They have cassava flour wraps and almond flour wraps. They also have some different um, salsas and uh, different like spice blends that they've just released too. And um, my next order, I actually want to try out the grain-free cassava spaghetti from Jovial. Um, so I do want to give that a try. And um, I also love ordering the Lesser Evil uh, Paleo Puffs. Oh my God, they are so good. I'm a big fan of just like, I don't know if it's their original flavor, but it's basically the um, the no cheese flavor. So it's got some nutritional yeast in there and it's really, really good. It's the Paleo Puffs no cheese cheesiness and it's really delicious. So I love ordering those. I order a ton of my baking products from here. So Lily's, which is sugar-free chocolate that I use in a lot of my baking. I love ordering, you know, different Bob's Red Mill flowers from their website, cassava flowers. I also order the Simple Mills products because they have such amazing baking blends and their almond flour bread, their pumpkin bread, their pumpkin muffins, their chocolate muffins. Like I basically order it all and I'm just really excited to be able to share a 15% off coupon code with you guys. So if you are a newbie to NetSure Market and you are in Canada, you get 15% off your very first order. Use the coupon code HEALTHYHORMONES and you actually also get free shipping on orders over $49. I literally had like 21 items in my cart the other day. I had to step away from the computer um, just because they have so many products that you could literally spend hours just perusing their website. So so excited to share that with you guys because I get asked a lot, like, where are you ordering your Siete products and your nut pods and finding all these grain-free products? And I'm finding it over at Natura Market. And I'm just so happy to be able to connect with them and hook you guys up with an awesome discount code. So enjoy and happy shopping on all of those amazing sites and with all of those incredible companies. And I'm excited that we can support some amazing Canadian companies as well as some great US companies and, um, and support everybody that's tuning into this, into this podcast. Okay, so thanks for bearing with me through that. And also thanks for bearing with me through some of the ups and downs of when our episodes have been getting released because we've just been a little bit behind schedule. Our editor has been a little bit behind and just behind. That's what happens. And I actually had some podcast guests that had to reschedule. I had three podcast guests three weeks in a row that had to reschedule. And because of that rescheduling, it ends up throwing me way behind. And so it is what it is. You know, you just got to go with the flow sometimes. So a couple episodes back, I dove into the four different types of PCOS. And so today I promised that I would dive into some nutritional strategies and basically how you can eat to optimize and support PCOS. And the good thing is that the strategies that I'm sharing with you today are really going to benefit any hormonal imbalance at the end of the day, right? Eating anti-inflammatory whole foods diet is going to benefit you if you're dealing with insulin resistance, if you're dealing with irregular periods, hair loss, fatigue, PMS, menopause, thyroid issues, you know, all of these things are going to benefit you regardless of where you're at. But specifically, they're going to really help with PCOS, which is amazing. So stay tuned because I am working on putting together sort of a little mini e-course around PCOS. 
with some meal plans and some sort of like food and mood journals and a PCOS, you know, eat and don't eat list and just kind of really monitoring, managing your symptoms. So that's going to come out in a couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. I'll share more when it's ready. Uh, But in the meantime, let's dive in and really just dive into the strategies that we can implement to support our hormones and optimize PCOS. So number one, I think before we even dive into the food part, I think it's important to prepare yourself mentally with when it comes to food and when it comes to your kitchen. So what I mean is number one, from a mental standpoint, I want you to get really clear on what it is you want. You know, what is it that you want? What are those goals that you want to achieve with your health? Spend some time getting really clear on that. You know, how do you want to feel? It's not just about how we want to look. I know we can sometimes get really caught up on our weight and the scale, the number on the scale, and especially with PCOS. And if you're dealing with a lot of insulin resistance issues, then the weight can definitely creep up. Um, And especially if you also have thyroid issues going on as well, or estrogen dominance, that weight can sometimes be a little bit challenging to budge. But the tips that I'm going to share with you today are going to be really helpful if, you know, weight is an issue for you. But outside of the weight, I just want you to get really clear on what it is you want and not just physically, but mentally and emotionally. And how do you really, really want to feel? I want you to start thinking about some of those bad habits that have been lingering around. You know, are you like buying too much sugar and treats and things like that and leaving them in your cupboards? Are you, you know, neglecting your downtime and self-care? Are you going to bed too late? Are you not staying hydrated? Like what, what are some of these bad habits that you can, you know, start to prioritize and make, just make more of a priority in your life and really make this commitment to, uh, to ditching those bad habits. I think it's also really important to get your kitchen ready, like stock your kitchen with healthy food and healthy ingredients and products. This is why Nature Market is an amazing resource for you because like I said, they have products that are going to support you regardless of your your dietary preference and they have grain-free and sugar-free. And so there's a ton of amazing brands and products out there that can help to support our health and our hormones. And if we want to go grain-free, it's amazing how many grain-free products are available now. So it's not that you need to go grain-free. I know it's definitely benefited me going grain-free. I also know a lot of my clients that are dealing with digestive issues or thyroid issues, going grain-free has has really helped them as well. So there's no harm in going grain-free. And the great thing is you've got lots of options to help you with that. When it comes to your meals and what you're cooking, I think that it's really important to spend some time planning that, like thinking about your week ahead so that you can start meal prepping and perhaps batch cooking. If you're making one chicken breast, like make three of them and then you have leftovers for the next few days, you know, roast like two huge trays of vegetables. Um, And if you're a part of our recipe club, we cover all of this for you, which is amazing. We give you a grocery shopping list. We also give you a prep guide, which helps you to prep all your meals and batch cook for the week, which, you know, you don't have to follow, but it's there for you, which is going to be really helpful. And then, of course, we give you the meal plans. So if you're not a part of our recipe club, 
come join us. It's literally nine bucks a month. It's, it's cheap and cheerful. You can learn more at holisticwellness.ca forward slash recipe club. And each month has a different theme to it. And we really provide you guys with a variety of recipes to choose from. They're all whole foods based and really delicious. And then I think it's really important to that you set some realistic expectations for yourself, especially from a weight perspective. Again, I just want to go back here is, you know, from a weight perspective, it can take time for that weight to come on. And then we get really, we get really antsy and irritable when, when it's not going as planned or it's not coming off fast enough. And I think it's so important that you set those realistic expectations and what is it that you want to achieve in the next three months, in the next six months, in the next year, like, what does that look like? Healing takes time and it is not linear. There are going to be so many ups and downs and it's so important that you recognize and be realistic that you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. You're going to, you know, quote unquote, fall off the wagon. In fact, there's no wagon to go on, so to speak. It's just let this become a part of your lifestyle so that you don't have to feel like you're on a diet or off a diet. I don't even love that word. I don't want anybody to diet. I want us to live it. Um, and that's what's going to lead to longevity. And that's what's going to help us lead to, to really being committed long-term. So just really get clear on setting those realistic expectations for yourself. And then the other thing to keep in mind is that all women with PCOS are different. You know, one of the things that get asked all the time is what's the best diet for PCOS? And I know women are typically looking for that one word answer. You know, they want me to say like, go paleo or start intermittent fasting or do keto. And it's not this one size fits all approach. Now, can we all follow these foundational strategies that will benefit all of us? Absolutely. Which is, you know, what I'm going to share with you today. But with that said, some of us might have some specific food sensitivities or intolerances that are going on or some different gut issues happening. And, and so everybody is biochemically different. And what works for one woman doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So keep that in mind too. And with that said, I think it's also important to not compare yourself to somebody else's journey. That can often be a huge setback and it can sometimes make us feel like we're a failure because we're doing what, you know, our friend did and they had amazing success, but we're not having that success. And then we start to question ourselves and what's wrong with us, but we really can't compare ourselves to anybody else's journey. And if anything, just if there's somebody out there who's, you know, on some sort of PCOS protocol and you feel inspired by that, then, then that's great. Be inspired by it. And perhaps you might want to implement some of their strategies and, for example, implementing some of the strategies that I'm going to share today. But with that said, don't get so caught up thinking that um, it's this one, you know, one diet fits all approach, okay? Because we're all so, so different and we really need to, to honor that. And so let's just ditch the diet mindset. I think that that is important. It's, uh, this is not a diet. I want us to, I don't want us to diet. Like I said, I want us to live it and I want us to focus on the best foods to optimize our health and our hormones. And this is what's really going to lead to those significant lifestyle changes. That's, that's going to lead us to, that's going to lead us to implementing these changes for a lifetime, right? It's not even going to end up becoming a change. It's just going to be our everyday 
experience. It's just going to be a part of who we are, which I think is what we all kind of want to work towards. So this isn't about calculating macros or counting your calories or anything like that. Okay. Um, Okay. So some other tips that I think are important to think about, especially when it comes to food is eating intuitively. So take a few deep breaths before you eat. We don't want to be rushing into our meals sit in peace and sit in quiet without distractions. Take a few deep breaths. Tune into your hunger. This is really, really important. How hungry are you actually? I know that I get caught up in moments of just being bored or I sit in front of the TV and think like I need to eat something or snack on something. And it's just important for me to tune into that. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're hungry, you're hungry. Go eat. But I also think it's really important to intuitively tune in and just like, are you reaching for something because it's a habit Um, or are you reaching for something because you're genuinely hungry? And so ask yourself that and just really tune into that. And if you're hungry, great, go for it and enjoy the, you know, enjoy the food, the treat, whatever it is. Um, Another thing too, I noticed for myself is if I don't drink enough water, I get hungry. And so that's another thing too, is like, am I actually thirsty or am I actually hungry? Also appreciate your food. You know, I do this when I'm in the kitchen and I'm cooking my meals and just like being so grateful for this food that's in front of me, especially this summer when we got to grow our own food in our backyard and going outdoors and harvesting that food. Like it was, it was such a beautiful experience. It's, I'm so sad that it's over. Um, but you know, being able to just appreciate your food and where it comes from and how it got to you and, you know, who sourced it for you. And I I just think that that's, that gratitude can go a really long way and it really helps us to appreciate our, our food that much more. Um, another thing is to chew your food really, really well. (laughs) Don't rush through your your meal. Chewing your food is so key because otherwise we inhale our food and we end up with more bloating and digestive issues and um, nobody wants that. Okay, now when it comes to building a balanced plate, there are a few things to focus on. Your healthy fats, your protein, and the right carbohydrates and fiber. Okay, so you've heard me speak about this many times before which is PFF, protein, fat, and fiber. So healthy fats are going to come in the form of things like ghee, coconut oil, grass-fed butter, cold, wild-caught fish, or, or any seafood perhaps that you might eat if you don't have allergies to that. Um, even animal products, right? Grass-fed, pasture-raised animal products are going to have a higher omega-3 content. And those are really healthy fats. Those fats fuel your brain, Your hormones need fat to function, and so those fats are essential in your diet. They also help to support your insulin levels and balance out your blood sugar so that you are not starving all the time. And then protein. So whether you are eating animal proteins or perhaps you're more plant-based, if you're on the plant-based side, maybe you're eating like fermented tempeh and some beans and legumes. Um, Maybe you are more like vegetarian and including some eggs, maybe a little bit of dairy if you can tolerate it. Ideally look for organic. And um, I often find for myself that I do I do well with more of like the harder cheeses, like like a really good quality like Parmesan. Um, uh, sometimes I can tolerate some goat cheese and things like that. There's actually a really good grass-fed mozzarella that we buy when we make our 
when we make our pizza, our homemade pizza. So I, I play around with those foods. I, I have them sort of here and there on rotation. And I just, again, I just play around. I tune in, see how I feel with the foods. And sometimes if I overdo it on dairy, I actually break out. Um, but I, uh, I'm always just kind of experimenting and seeing what works for me and the right quantity and the right kind of food. Um, so with protein, again, if you're eating maybe animal products, then look for ideally organic grass fed pasture raised and from red meat, whether that's, you know, beef or maybe you're eating lamb or you're eating poultry, chicken, turkey. Don't forget the, the liver. I know it sounds crazy, but if you are game to eat like the heart and the liver, uh, those are actually like the best sources and the healthiest sources that come from the animals. So if you can get your hands on that, I don't love liver. The only, like, I won't eat liver and onions. To me, it's just like, really gross, but I will eat like a liver pate. A chicken liver pate is, I love it. It's so, so good to me. And I made a really, really good one a couple years ago at Christmas time. And it was so good. I have no idea how I made it. So I'm going to have to try that again and perhaps share the recipe with you guys. And then the right carbohydrates and fiber. So carbs and fiber, I mean, this is kind of goes hand in hand because you're we tend to think of carbohydrates in the form of like rice and pasta and breads, which of course those are carbohydrates, but we also have, we have like starchy and non-starchy carbohydrates that can come from our vegetables. So our broccoli and our cauliflower, our Brussels sprouts, our leafy greens, fruits, these are carbohydrates. So we want to load up more on those type of carbs, which are also very fiber rich and full of phytonutrients. So that's where we want to put more of, that's what we want to fill our plate more of is with our vegetables and some good quality antioxidant fruits. And then when it comes to more of the starchier carbohydrates, think of things like spaghetti squash and sweet potato and plantain because they tend to, uh, they have more fiber in them and they're not as, um, they're just not as starchy when it comes to something like white bread or rice. Or, or pasta or something like that. And it doesn't mean you can't eat those things. What I, th- what I think is important is to recognize what are your goals? What are your symptoms? What are you really feeling right now? And what's going to be the best plan of action for you to move forward so that you can feel better, so that you can heal? Maybe you do have to temporarily cut out certain food groups because it's just not serving you right now and it's not going to get you to where you need to go. And so this is just where we need to be really honest with ourselves and, you know, cut out those things that just aren't serving us. So I never want to be about like dieting and restricting and deprivation. However, at the end of the day, when I'm working with my clients, it all comes down to what is going to be the thing that's going to help you get to that next level. And if that means that right now we need to take out bread and we need to take out the gluten and the dairy and the sugar, then it is what it is. It doesn't mean that that's what we have to do for life, but temporarily while we're working on healing, that's going to be part of part of the journey, part of what's going to help us get there. So perhaps if you look at it in that way, that nothing is off limits, it's just off limits temporarily. 
And then once you work on that healing and you resolve those symptoms, then you can start to play around with introducing some of these foods back in. And you're going to be so much more in tune with what works for you and what doesn't. And that's how it works. You know, I've been on this journey for over 20 plus years experimenting with food and playing around with food and macro counting and calories and all of the things and all of the diets. And you get to this point where you are so much more in tune with your body and you realize what works for you and what doesn't. Like alcohol, it just doesn't work for me anymore. And yes, I used to drink in my 20s and go out and party and all of that. But you know, now I'm at a point where I'm just like, I drink alcohol and I feel like shit. And I wake up the next morning with puffy eyes and puffy skin and redness and especially wine is super high histamine and it just doesn't work for me. So I'm really conscious that if I am going to have a drink, I, I my go-to drink is sweet vermouth. It's a digestive bitter and it's actually great for digestion. Um, so that is what I love. I will just have a little bit of that on the rocks with like a, a, a orange wedge or like a lemon slice, something like that. And I just have a little bit and like that, that is great. And I only have it on like Thanksgiving or Christmas or something like that. I don't, I'm not inclined to go and reach for alcohol during the week or on a Saturday night. And, um, and so again, that's just me over the years of tuning into what works for me, what doesn't and playing around with that and modifying it. And, um, and also being clear about how I want to feel and what my goals are and knowing what's going to help me get to those goals. And yeah, and just, you know, putting the right plan of action in place. That's going to, that's going to work for me. Okay. So let's talk about some PCOS friendly foods, which we kind of did already, but just to expand on a few things. So clean and lean proteins. Um, and actually it doesn't necessarily need to be lean protein. There is nothing wrong with eating fattier cuts of meat. It's just that if you're not buying good quality meat, the toxins and the antibiotics and the insecticides and the pesticides and all that stuff gets stored in the fat of the animal. So if you're eating that fat, well, you're also eating the antibiotics. So number one, make sure you're getting antibiotic and hormone free, which is key. And if you can't find the organic and the pasture raised and whatnot, or maybe it's you know too, too pricey, then choose more of the leaner cuts because less fat means you're going to get less toxicity in, in the protein. You also want to choose lots of antioxidant-rich foods. Berries are amazing. A variety of colorful fruits and vegetables are going to be amazing. Some high-fiber foods. So this will be things like beans and legumes, if you can tolerate them, and leafy greens, and also things like chia and flax. Those are going to be wonderful. Uh, healthy fats, we already spoke about that. Estrogen binders are going to be really great here. So things like your brassica vegetables, your Brussels sprouts, your cauliflower, your broccoli, um, those are going to be fantastic. And if you have my book, The 30-Day Hormone Solution, in my book, I have a great recipe for broccoli rice. I have a great recipe for cauliflower rice, um, whole roasted cauliflower and cauliflower gnocchi. Um, there's all kinds of ways that you can use these brassica vegetables. You can throw frozen cauliflower and even frozen zucchini into your smoothies. That's a great way to get in some extra fiber and some phytonutrients. They basically, you won't taste them in your smoothie and they add a lot of nice frothiness to your smoothie 
smoothie, um, but you also get the benefits of getting the fiber and some really great um, antioxidants and nutrients. Also consider adding in some cultured food. So this would be like some sauerkraut or some kimchi, maybe some coconut kefir. I know some people say kefir or kefir. Um, if you can tolerate dairy, maybe you just do a regular, um, a regular kefir. And those have some really great probiotics in there, which is really going to be great for optimizing and supporting gut health. Also, kombucha is a really great option as well. You just really want to be conscious on the sugar content. So make sure you're reading the label and seeing how much sugar is actually on there per serving, because some of them have like 13 grams of sugar per cup, which is a lot. And then if you're drinking the entire bottle, well, that's like double, if not triple the amount of sugar. So just be really conscious with that. Okay, so another thing that I often talk about and in our in our metabolic reset program, in our metabolic one-on-one VIP coaching program, you know, with all of our clients, a big thing that we talk about and something I've talked about on the podcast before is snacking. And I'm not a huge fan of snacking because the more frequently you eat throughout the day, the more you are spiking your blood sugar, um, the more you're spiking your insulin levels. And the more you spike your insulin, it actually has a huge impact on your ovaries and your sex hormones. The more insulin you produce, it will actually cause your ovaries to overproduce testosterone, which can lead to acne and facial hair growth and just cystic acne. And so It's really important to manage your insulin levels, whether you have PCOS or not. Um, We can all benefit from supporting our blood sugar and our insulin. And so when it does come to snacking, so number one, I'm against, not that I'm against it, I just think that we will have better optimized hormonal health and also easier, breezier weight loss if we cut out the snacking. However, with that said, I recognize that sometimes we just have to reach for a snack or sometimes, you know, our day gets ahead of us and we maybe didn't have, you know, enough of a lunch or whatever protein at lunch and we just, we're hungry and we need something, right? And so I get that. And sometimes, you know, that's, that's going to happen. It's, it's life and you're human and it's okay. It's what you do most of the time that counts. So I want to share just a few snack ideas if you are going to reach for something and what that might look like. So some great options would be things like veggies and hummus, some bone broth. Maybe you have an avocado sprinkled with a little bit of sea salt and some hemp seeds. I actually love to sprinkle on the everything bagel seasoning onto my avocado. And sometimes I might stuff the avocado with either a little bit of like canned salmon or something like that. So that could be like a really good snack. A chia pudding could be really good. A protein, a high protein, high fat smoothie. Um, Maybe you're doing like a green apple with some almond butter and some cinnamon sprinkled on top. Cinnamon is going to be actually really great for supporting blood sugar levels. Uh, Maybe you are having like an elixir, right? I talk a lot about my mushroom elixir that I love to make. And and that could be a great snack because it's a higher fat and this way it won't impact your blood sugar levels. So I like to mix together the Canprev Myco 10 with some Canprev collagen 
And then I'll also sometimes might put a little bit of dandy blend. I'll put all of that together into my blender with some warm water, like I boil some water, throw that in there. And then I'll add some cinnamon, maybe a drop of peppermint oil. I'll add like the maple lees ghee. And then I will add, what else do I add in there? I think that's it. And then I'll just blend that up. Sometimes I use coconut butter instead of ghee or maybe coconut oil. Um, and just one of those fats would be really good. So the maple ghee I love and the brown butter ghee, those, those are so delicious in an elixir. And you just blend that up and it's nice and frothy and you've got some really great uh, fat that's going to help satiate your hunger, keep you satiated, and it's going to balance your blood sugar, which is really great. Um, also eggs, are really great snack and they're really great for brain health and they have a lot of great protein in them. You could do some nuts and seeds. Kale chips could be a really great option as well. So again, I think being really conscious of eating in meals, three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, eating sufficient food at each meal, balancing it out with protein, fat, and fiber and the right carbohydrates. That's what you should do most of the time. And then when it comes to those times where you need to have a snack or a pack, a pack a snack and you're on the go, something like that, then think about some of those snack options. I also think it might be wise to consider a clean protein powder if you are making smoothies. You really wanna make sure that when you're making your smoothies, you're not just dumping in a bunch of fruit and just blending it up with like some coconut milk or something like that, uh, because you're basically just making a sugar drink. So to rebuild your cells and balance your blood sugar, I think it's so important to choose a good quality protein powder. You um, you wanna choose something that doesn't have any artificial flavors and sweeteners in there. I'm not a huge fan of like whey protein, mainly because it can be hard on digestion, but some people can digest it. And by all means, you can do that. I'm um, just be conscious about like sugar and soy isolates and fillers and things like that. So I love using the Pure Paleo Protein from Designs for Health. Um, it's a beef isolate. So you actually get um, great protein, but you also get some really great collagen in that in there as well. So that's, that's kind of my go-to. The chocolate is my absolute favorite. It's so delicious and it's super frothy and it's probably the best tasting protein that I've had. So that's just my personal preference. Um, but there's tons of different proteins on the market and just play around with some of them. Um, the Aquatine is actually a duckweed protein from Canprev and that one is really great. It also has a ton of omegas and some really great fats in there, which is amazing. Um, so lots of different options. Just make sure you're looking for something that's clean and doesn't have a ton of sugar and sweeteners in there. And then if you wanna kick it up a notch and add in some sort of superfoods, there are some really great options. So I know when we think of superfoods, we tend to think of just like fancy ingredients and products that you have to go buy from the supplement store. And yeah, that can be the case, but things like turmeric root and cinnamon and ginger, like those are amazing superfoods. They are very anti-inflammatory, have antibacterial properties to them, also very antifungal. Ginger is amazing for digestion. Cinnamon is amazing for blood sugar. Turmeric is very anti-inflammatory and it can be really great if you have a lot of PMS symptoms. Flax seeds and hemp seeds are amazing, loaded with omega-3s. Flax seeds are gonna be amazing for binding to excess estrogen. 
So make sure when you're using flax seeds, you're grinding them and you're adding that to like your smoothies or like an oatmeal or something like that. Um, green tea is an amazing superfood because it's loaded with so many antioxidants. And then some other superfoods that yes, you would have to go to the health food store for, um, things like spirulina or chlorella. We're a really big fan of energy bits. They are super high quality and you can actually save 10% off with the coupon code healthy hormones. And I interviewed uh, Catherine from Energy Bits a couple of episodes back. I can't remember what episode number that was, but she is the owner of Energy Bits. And I just learned so much in that episode as she dove into uh, spirulina and chlorella and how they're beneficial for our health and for our hormones and how to actually use it and take it. So it was a really great episode. Um, I can definitely link that up in the show notes, but I think you guys will learn a lot from that. And she's just a wealth of knowledge. Um, actually, I think I got the episode number. It is episode number 112. So tune into that and you'll learn all kinds of things about spirulina and chlorella. And again, the coupon code is healthy hormones and you'll save 10% off, which is amazing. Um, ashwagandha is an amazing herb. It's an adaptogenic herb. So it's wonderful for your adrenals and it's also really great for your thyroid as well. So I'm a really big fan of ashwagandha. I personally love using the adrenal chill from Canprev. That has been my go-to product for supporting my, my adrenals and just stress. And so I really love that product and um, it's really fantastic. And it's very simple to take because it's just one capsule a day. Um, cacao powder is actually amazing. It's a great superfood. It's loaded with magnesium. So you can add that to, you know, like your oatmeal or add it into your elixirs. Oh, that is actually what I add to my elixirs. I knew I was leaving something out of my mushroom elixir. I love to add in a bit of cacao powder. And so it's high antioxidants, high magnesium, and we always tend to crave it around our cycle. So um, typically what we're really looking for is that magnesium. So cacao powder is great for that. And maca root, maca root is amazing. You can get this in powder form or tincture. It's really great for supporting sex hormones. It can support uh, testosterone for men and support estrogen for women. And that could be a really great option as well. So lots of things to think about when it comes to optimizing your diet for supporting PCOS. These are some really simple things that you can implement. They're going to make a huge difference. Spend some time just really mapping out what your week will look like when it comes to food. Where can you spend some time prepping and batch cooking and just getting really organized and getting into the right mental headspace so that you can have the most success. All right. So if you guys have any other questions when it comes to PCOS, don't hesitate to hit me up over on Instagram at holistic wellness foodie. I always love hearing from you guys. I really appreciate you tuning in and being here. I know there's so many women in our community that are dealing with PCOS. And I really want you to know that you can heal. You absolutely can. It will take time. It will take commitment. It will take dedication but you are so worth that commitment and that dedication. So really make yourself a priority. And I promise you that you can really heal and turn those symptoms around. So if you want to grab today's show notes, head on over to our website, holisticwellness.ca forward slash episode 127. And you can grab all the show notes from today. I will also be sure to list out 
all our different sponsors and all the amazing discounts you get from all the great companies. And that's it guys. Thanks so much for being with me. I'll chat with you all next week. Have an amazing week. Take care. Oh.